0: Hello, this is Michael Rosso, and welcome to the Film Photography Podcast, the internet radio show for folks who love to shoot with film. It's November 26, 2010. It's Thanksgiving weekend here in the United States, and I'm thrilled to bring you a conversation with April Lee Hutchinson. April is a photographer, model, and artist living in London, Ontario, and I met April on Flickr.com. She is one of the handful of folks that I met on Flickr.com that I now talk to on a regular basis, usually via email. But in October, I had an opportunity to visit April in London to sit down and discuss her photography. And she was so kind as to let me visit her set while she shot a model. So without further delay, I'd like to roll in the conversation with April Lee Hutchinson. And I'll be back after the interview. Hi. Hi
1: there, Michael. Hi. Good to be here. Thank you.
0: Yes. April was kind enough to invite me up to uh, visit her on one of her sets while shooting Model Kate, which was uh, great. I was so thrilled because uh, I really wanted to uh, see how April worked. Mm -hmm. And I'm thrilled that she invited (laughs) me. Which is
1: a big deal because I usually never have anyone (laughs) on my shoots. Yes.
0: Yeah, I read online, somewhere online, that you mentioned that you like to work alone. Yes, yeah. So, uh, I'm honored. Oh, yeah. But April is a <laughs> photographer using film as a medium, and I uh, first met her, I believe, and I came across her work in one of the groups on Flickr.com. It might have been I shoot film or the Polaroid group. Mm-hmm. I saw her work, and a lot of it's Polaroid work, which... Anyone listening to the Film Photography Podcast knows that I, you know, on and on about Polaroid, Polaroid photography. And I saw that April's work, a lot of it is uh, Polaroid. You're also shooting some uh, 35 millimeter and 120 Mm -hmm. uh, Holga. Holga, yep. Uh, And a little bit of digital.
1: Very little digital, but most of my work is, yeah, film work.
0: So I contacted her and I said, uh, great work, and I'd love for you to be our second interview on Film Photography Podcast. Yeah. (laughs) uh, I guess um let's talk a little bit about today's shoot let's kind of start mm-hmm. right in the middle of uh, today you scheduled a model hmm and mm-hmm. what is your process uh, I mean I watched you work and mm-hmm. you were um, very focused and yeah I'm always
1: very focused yeah what yeah. what
0: was the genesis of today's shoot how did it come about
1: well um, for today's shoot basically you know I had the model in mind who I, who I would like to shoot today and um, with any shoot that I do, I usually have some sort of idea um, what I would like to shoot. But usually, as you could probably see today, i you know I was all over the place. You know, the the site that we went to, the location, you know, was, I was really excited about because we went to this really cool, like kind of abandoned farmhouse. Um, you know, just very pretty. The light was awesome. Um, you know, so as you saw today, I kind of ran around like a maniac. I was just like yeah. a little kid, and, and it was good. You know, you know, I didn't even notice you there because I was, I was concentrating right. so much. And, um, you know, I just, with any shoot, I, I shoot the model. I think I've noted once before in an interview that I shoot the models how I wish to be photographed myself by photographers. Right. Um, you know, some are nudes, some portraits, some non-nudes. Just a really a great a lovely feeling to them. And, and hopefully, you know, the viewer, when they look at my work, can see that. You know, I have a, a really good connection with the model. and. Right. But yeah, today I used uh, all my cameras, actually. I, I pulled really? out my, the Polaroid LAN camera, my 420. My new, I actually just picked up a Holga, the 35 millimeter Holga, and then my 120. Yeah, it was good. I, I got some great shots. I was so happy with today.
0: I, I should mention, uh, we'll talk about it a little <laughs> bit in a few minutes, that uh, April is an experienced fine art model. Mm-hmm. Many, many years.
1: Oh, yes, many years. Uh, God, I think about 16, 17 years now.
0: In seeing you work, I would say, uh, you know, you say I'm all over, but I would call it a very controlled madness, and I will tell you why. (laughs) Because... Even though you were there, you know it, it was an abandoned farmhouse, and there's a barn, and there's a house, and there's a field. My observation was that you you were still very focused. Mm-hmm. You're a very fo- focused photographer, and you're seeing you're seeing the shots in your head. Oh yes. So it's not like you're, you know, it wasn't like you were really searching. Everything kind of comes yeah. to you.
1: Yeah, and that's what, um, and the reason why I am focused, obviously, is you know I'm shooting film. I need to get that exact shot. Um, there's been so many times. And that's why I do work with a lot of the same models, because um, they know my style of shooting. Um, you know. I might have a shot in my head, go to take it, and it's just not right. It's not what I'm looking for. So I'll just back away and go, no, or we'll try somewhere else. Before um, you
0: click the shutter?
1: Before. I won't even he- take the shot. Right. Um, if I'm not feeling it, something's off, I usually like, just walk away and go, okay, let's go over here. or um, Yeah, I, I really do have a visual in my head. And, you know, there's been many shoots where I just get, you know, I might not get the right shot. And, right. You know, I get really pissed off. <laughs> but today, it was you know, it was really smooth. Um, yeah. I, I thought good. I saw you
0: once say actually say no, and then you turned around and, like, you... Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do that um, often. And I, I inform the model, too, before working with anyone. There'll be times where I'll go up to take a shot, and I will. I'll just say no. And then I right. have to, you know, whether it's you know, I have to clear my head or, you know, it's nothing against the model. It's never the model. Right. It's me. Yeah, most of my um, my shots are kind of, yeah, in my head. And if they're not put out in the shot, yeah. it, it, I do get a little, you know, perturbed by it. Yeah. <laughs> but most of the time, like, it's just been so rewarding. Like, it's just a lot of my shots, like, it's such a complete high for me to be, to yeah. be shooting and I have to admit, I, you know, I love it more so than modeling these days. So Your yeah. model,
0: Kate, seemed to really be very pliable in the sense that she seems uh, very easy to work with.
1: Yeah, she is. She, uh... And we've worked, I've probably worked with her the most out of any model. Um, so we know each other, we, we have good energy. Right. And it's just sometimes um, with any model I work with, um, you know, I don't like poses. I don't mm-hmm. want the model to pose. I want everything to be natural. So like today, a lot of the times, you know, she'd be walking away or playing with her hair or something very candid. Uh, that I love, it's the little things like, you saw today, I'll say, you know, stop right there. <laughs> like right. hold that and yeah, I'm not big into the the posed a natural uh the look, you
0: know. Interesting. And, and your style also um from my observation is you're not really hung up on getting you focus on your composition <laughs> and it seems to be more of a feeling than worrying about absolute perfect oh you know, yeah exposure. <laughs> Are you not concerned about a little blur if if the model's a little bit out of focus?
1: No, like today I I got some blurry shots but that's the fun part about you know especially shooting with Polaroid and you peel it it's like I said it's like Chris it's like Christmas every day it's such a surprise right. I'm so excited to see what I'm gonna get and uh today yeah, I got some blurry shots but I loved it you know you get flaws on the on the image and, and like to me a perfect is boring you know I almost strive for the little mishaps or the right. little imperfections in my images because that's why I want to shoot you know in all kinds of models like I'll shoot what maybe society society may deem as you know obese or overweight you know i love to shoot you know bigger women as well because i, I hope people can see there's beauty all over like right. i think there's so much beauty and imperfection it's it's crazy like
0: so you're not looking for when you when you uh, hire a model you're not looking for picture perfect uh sports illustrated
1: no if, if anything swimsuit issue <laughs> Have anything quite the opposite? Like you know, I I don't really search for models. Um, A lot of my friends are models, so I've been very lucky that way. But um, I, I would love I love everyday people, you know, that you see walking down the street. Um, like I had mentioned to you earlier the other day, like I would love to go downtown London and just take portraits of, you know, everyday people hanging on the street, um, you know, homeless people or what have you. Right. Like, yeah, I don't aim for or look for the perfect models, and I don't I definitely don't search for them. I guess they just seem to migrate to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Has your photography to date been mostly shooting models? Have you done a lot, any street photography?
1: Um, I have done a fair, like a little bit, not as much as um, my other work, um, you know, when I was in I guess. I just I took some really pretty cool shots while I was there. Um, I haven't um, really had the chance to do much street photography where I live here, but it's something um, probably I'll do more of in probably in the most you know the coming months like November and December. And but no, I've just been on this whole <laughs> yeah. roller coaster and ride of shooting this stuff. So
0: am I correct in saying that your travels as a model is uh, really helpful? For you as a photographer, because I'm assuming you bring a bag with some cameras. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. in between modeling, you'll just shoot. <laughs> Especially if you're tra- traveling with other models.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, uh, well, for example, like my last trip to New York, I'd say half of my bookings were models like that I shot. And then half of them were to do my own modeling to model right. for someone to be quite honest if i could spend all my time just shooting right. <laughs> i would probably do that but i obviously need to make some money when i go out there and no and it's nice and it's a nice time for me to relax and you know meet new people and uh, i guess probably in the last 6 months that that has changed for me you know, as far as traveling, now I, I do shoots as well. And so not only do I have to pack like 10 pairs of heels with me, I have to pack like all my films. <laughs> right. Yeah, but no, it's, it's been good.
0: Would you say modeling is easier than being a photographer?
1: I guess, I think I would have to say that, yeah. yeah. Modeling can be hard at times, but you know, I've just been, I've been doing it for so long <laughs> that, uh, you know, this is kind of like my second nature, but, um, yeah, photography. But the, the one thing I do find a little difficult um, with photography is doing self-portraits. I've always had a little, it's not okay. Like um it's just different, because you have to get to know your space around you, you have to set up the shot. That's probably the most difficult part you know, I'm still learning, I'm still experimenting in that, in that area.
0: From your modeling experience, what gave you inspiration, what inspired you to, what interests you in becoming a (coughs) photographer? Like, how did that, how did that transition happen?
1: Well, I've always had an interest in photography. I actually took um, photography years and years ago and worked in the dark room, and and that's why, you know, I, I kind of, went towards film, because that's all I've really known is, you know, the analog world. The only digital camera I have is my little point-and-shoot, and, and (laughs) you know, and I I barely use that, but, uh, no, I I think my interest, my friend Liz Maris bought me my Polaroid land camera, like my... Okay. My main squeeze, and uh, and I just started shooting with it. Like I just, you know, I started experimenting, and oh, like all my, I think my first two shoots, they just, you know, they came out really bad and dark, and it was just like, well, I'm gonna keep rolling with this, and yeah, I'm just like I'm totally like, I guess what you'd call self-taught, but my experience in modeling, um, working with so many like awesome photographers throughout the years, that has definitely helped me, you know, understand, uh, you know, lighting and yeah. composition and angles, and you know, I have a. Few Mentors that are in my life that are photographers that I've worked with, you know, on a regular basis that uh, that help me out with stuff.
0: And I mean, did you actually pick up the phone or uh, you know make inquiries to your mentors? Would you would you ask questions? Hey, I'm I'm <coughs> shooting now, and what do you think about this or that?
1: No, it's not so much that. It'd be um, more like and, uh, no, I would I've never picked up the phone and asked okay. to tell them anything, but you know, it may be like a simple email to my friend, uh, like Wolf, my friend Wolf, who lives out in Las Vegas, he shoots film, and you know, he'll post something, and I'll be like, oh, what kind of film is that? It's like, delicious. (laughs) I love it, and he helps me out with a lot of, like, the different film types, because there's, like, so many that I still have not used, like, or my friend Rob, like, I'll ask him a a general question, but, uh, or my friend Liz, who also shoots Polaroid, yeah, they've all been there for me, and, uh, and, you know, I'm kind of to the point where sometimes they'll ask me questions, so... You know so it's cool it's
0: so it really started with the, with a polaroid land camera yeah I mean,
1: yeah <laughs> they totally my uh yeah my main camera which is my polaroid land i just yeah that's someone gave it to me as a gift which you know mind you it was found in a thrift store yeah. she bought it for like two dollars and fifty cents it was still in the box had never been touched well and actually the the shutter was not working when i first used it and i was like why are these all black like what's going on i'm that's it i'm giving up So then I discovered, yeah, I had to work the shutter to unstick it because it was, you know, the poor thing had never been used before. So once I figured that out, it was... But you see, I have a very addictive personality. When I start something, it's like, whoosh, put all my energy into that. So, and I am, like you said, I'm very focused and, uh, you know, I'm always on the go. I have to be doing something or creating something, whether it's my photography or my modeling, so...
0: Yeah. Do you think that uh, it's a natural talent? Photography—the fact that it's an aesthetic (laughs) that that suits you well and is sort of in
1: you—I think so, actually. I really do, Um, because you know, I think back and I wonder, you know, why didn't I shoot? Like, why did a decade go by and I didn't really get into photography? But you know, but I did take it in school. So, but you know, I was not in the position, probably in my twenties, a to be traveling for modeling and to be really focused on photography it's just been the last couple of years that I've you know settled down and got into it so but I think it like not to toot my own horn here right. but I think it is kind of a natural talent it, and it's a format that I love too but you know when I sometimes with my if I use my digital camera it's just like it baffles me uh, you know it's just totally it's almost like I see film like when I take a picture I see everything in, like a, in film right especially black and white and
0: well, today on, on your set, uh, you ran out of film, but you didn't seem... T-
1: like you said, I mean,
0: you, it was a really natural transition. You were like, oh, you, I mean, you saw some shots that mm-hmm. you really wanted. Yeah. I mean, even if you're going to revisit it again with film, you yeah. wanted to, to get that composition down. Yeah. So you didn't let the lack of film stop you from just putting <laughs> some stuff down. No. That's pretty awesome.
1: And that Yeah, and like you said, like I do plan on going back to that location, uh, maybe with another model. Right. And
0: know yeah. digital you're not a digital snob.
1: oh well, by no means no I and you know I totally respect digital I you know it's actually an area where I think I would like to uh, maybe learn more about right. I, I've just never been into uh, you know especially with Photoshop or editing like I, I really 95 percent of the time I don't even retouch my work it doesn't need to be retouched um, and plus I just don't like I like leaving it the way it is um, Again, if I go back to that imperfections, like I don't need to go back and take out, uh, you know, a a flaw or something like that. Uh, Because to me, like, I like the real. I like, um, you know, I'm more of a purist. So, yeah. But, you know, I'm not opposed to shooting digital at all. Like today I did, you know, towards the end I I got some shots in. But again, I might go back and do them with film. So.
0: You say you're a purist and watching you work. You work with natural light. You're not mm-hmm. even supplementing with a flash. No. And you're not afraid <laughs> not to have a flash, and you're fearless when it comes to shadows. So you mm-hmm. just seem very comfortable in that.
1: I, I, you know, I am. I'm, I am my most comfortable working with natural light. Again, I kind of group, you know, the artificial light and digital together. You know, maybe it's something I don't know a lot about. I'm just, I don't, but personally, I don't like the look of it. Um, I, just, I just love light, um, shadows, um, harsh light. I love working with a lot of harsh light. Um, but no, it's uh and I think too, when you you know obviously when you shoot film, you train your eye to know. Um, like you know, today I was in some darker areas. I you train your eye to know which film to use in certain situations and lights. And yeah, I really don't. Like you know, there's no light that I've ever come across where I fear and go, oh well, I need artificial light. <laughs> I'm like, or I'm right. not going to shoot this. You know, I I usually get it done. And you know, either if I'm shooting in a hotel room, like I will use. Um, lamps or, or window light you know it's been working out so yeah and it's my I prefer to stick to natural light so
0: who was the first model that you shot
1: oh the first model that I shot was my friend Dana actually um, she's also a photographer and uh, that was the first shoot that I had done and you know not many of them turned out but there was a couple that really were Turned out just wonderfully, but um, yeah, she has like a little studio in her home, and uh, we actually ended up shooting in her bedroom. But no, they came out pretty cool, and she was my first model. Actually, I've had a lot of um, my photographer fr- like female friends um, model for me. It's been really great. Like like I said, I've had no like lack of trying to find someone right. to to work with. So
0: did you start using? Uh, Holga cameras? I mean, did you see something you liked and made an inquiry as to what camera? Like, how did you gravitate towards also shooting with the Holga?
1: I think with the Holga, like, I always knew. A lot about the Holga I guess I went for that camera because again I'm just so amazed by um, the different like you know the light leaks and I just think a lot of my images I try to get like you know to make them look very whimsical and dreamy and like I was saying um the one day I I forgot to put my the the frame into the the Holga and I here I am thinking oh boy the you know the shots are gonna be ruined but actually just created more you know yummy light leaks (laughs) so yeah I think that's just like you know I'm not like I'd love to get some more cameras down the road um, some more medium format ones but uh, right now I'm happy with that's the thing they cost money and
0: <laughs> right
1: maybe when I have the money I'll I'll get some more cameras but
0: and your subject matter I'd say 98 percent women you're shooting women
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you're shooting nudes mm-hmm. and I you would classify them as fine, <coughs> fine art nudes because they're very classic
1: Yes, they're all um, a lot of black and white. Yeah, mostly. Uh, and that's. I, I shoot mostly black and white. And yeah, I would I'd classify them as, um, as fine art. And, uh, you know, some are more on the erotic side. But yeah, uh, totally. All of it, in my eyes, and I'm sure other people's eyes, we'd call it, you know, art. You know, I've never done anything distasteful. Again, it comes back to, you know, how I would want to be shot by a, a photographer. So, you know, you always have to re. I re- You know, this is not my cup of tea to do anything. That's not, I guess, kind of classy or. Right. I I, I do kind of strive for um, a little bit of vulnerability with you know mixed with strength with um, beauty. Yeah.
0: Did your years of modeling and uh, make it a natural and a very easy transition in shooting a nude model? Is there was there, n- there were no issues with the nudity or?
1: Um no or, like.
0: I mean, because you've been a professional for such a long time, mm-hmm. it's a non-issue, <clears throat> am I correct, as far as fine art photography and nudes?
1: Yeah, no, it's totally, like, it's a non-issue. I guess, you know, with my experience in that area, it's just been very helpful because, you know, I kind of know what I like and what I don't like. Right. I think every model's, you know, worked with a photographer. They, they're just not crazy about their work. But, but um, I don't know, I just, I think my modeling has helped me, you know, back to the whole posing thing. Um, I want something that's more natural. <laughs>
0: Do you feel that uh, your models feel more comfortable with you because you're a a woman rather than a guy photographer? Or is that a non-issue too?
1: Oh, I don't, like, I really don't know, to be honest. Um, I don't know. If I had, like, my suspicions, <laughs> yes. I would think that, yeah, they are more comfortable. Because I do know some models that do like to check out the photographers or bring escorts. You know, yeah. I've never had anyone bring escorts or have to kind of reference check me, I guess you could say. So, I, yeah, I, I totally think they're more comfortable with me. And, you know, I think I would feel the same. Okay. Even though I'm kind of like I've never had any bad experiences w- during mo- my modeling years, it's just that um, I do feel more comfortable with women myself. So,
0: <laughs> and how do you, and how do you choose your models? What do you, do you go for a uh, certain type or an aesthetic or like what? I
1: guess I don't, I don't really have a preference because it really the, like, I've always kind of searched for maybe the different. Even though the model I worked with today, she's unique, obviously in her own her own ways. But you know I'm not opposed to shooting a model. That weighs 90 pounds. If actually I would love to shoot someone with their bones protruding, you know, like, but then I love to shoot the opposite, like um, larger women as well. Um, I do prefer models with not so many tattoos because I would rather just have, you know, um, I I just find tattoos very distracting for my images. But no, I'm not... uh, The only type of model I really have not worked with a lot is male. And, you know, I've only shot two males. And um, that's just an area I'm still kind of figuring out, you know, what I would do. And, you know, the two models I have shot, they've been great. I've had great results. But, uh, no, I'm just more into working with women. And and I think I can express myself more through um, shooting women.
0: Right. And, yeah. Does music does music or cinema have any influence at all on what you choose to photograph?
1: <clears throat> I think maybe a little bit of both. I think more so cinema than music. Um, like, for example, there's one um, shoot I just did recently. Well, it was actually a couple months ago. It was just featured in um, Supplementaire magazine. And uh, it was inspired uh, in the uh, French film, um, In My Skin. Now, I don't know if I don't know, it's kind of like an underground film. I don't know if a lot of people have seen it, but I've really connected with that movie. It was such an emotional movie, um, that I was like, wow, like I was actually obsessing about the movie after I watched it. I was like, so like, just impressed by it. So I was like, oh, I have to do a, a shoot, kind of like not the same, but uh, it, plus the cinematography in the movie itself was just wow, mind blowing. So so I ended up doing a shoot uh, based on it, and, um, I, you know, it was a personal series, and, you know, I ended up posting it, and then it got picked up by a magazine, so... That's pretty awesome. It was pretty cool, yeah. yeah I was, like, really happy about that, because it was a pretty, you um, know, it was, it was a personal shoot. Um, I was actually going to shoot myself for that, but I actually found a model that was really, really into it, and got into the zone, and did a great job, so...
0: In order to get picked up by a magazine, do you actively uh, send your work out or do you, people visit your website or see you on flickr.com? How, how, how do you get out there?
1: Well, oh God. Well, I spend, like, I literally have no life. <laughs> <laughs> like, my life consists of either modeling, shooting, networking. You know, the odd time I'll go out, you know, with a friend, go see a movie. But, you know, I just, I do, I network my brains out. I, plus, I've made so many great connections, you know, through modeling and right. traveling that it's been very beneficial. But all the stuff really, I've only been shooting for a year. But everything I've been published in in the last year, you know, or interviews or, but yeah, everything that I've had published has been people coming to me. So, obviously, they're seeing my work, which is really great, whether it's on Flickr or through my website or, you know, just any networking site that I'm right. on. And that's been really cool because I've just been, actually, these next couple of months, I'm like, well, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to submit to some places I'd really like to get my work into. So, we'll see how that goes. But uh, Right.
0: So, you're doing it every day. You're, you're on the computer every oh, day. Oh, yeah communicating with people yeah so it's creating a lot of energy mm-hmm. in your work and you know it's not like you're shooting and not getting it out there you're, you're, you're putting it on the web so people oh. can see samples and whatnot
1: yeah and like some work well usually after i shoot you know i'm so excited i want to scan i want to post a couple or put some on my website but so, a lot of the shoots too or shots that i have i like to keep for myself for a little while or, or i'll review them look at them at a later time and some images I get really attached to, and just to, I just don't want to post. Right. You know, maybe months down the road I will. Um, some images I like to save because I might have that in mind for a story for a submission. But uh, yeah, I'll usually. Gosh, I'm always posting something probably every day, like something wow. new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You gotta you gotta go for it. You gotta put all your energy into it if you're if you want to get out there. You you know a lot of people sit on they're bots <laughs> don't network and don't submit and they're like "Oh, well, I wonder why I haven't been approached or I wonder why I haven't been in a magazine and it's like you, it's a lot of work it really is mm-hmm. you know you almost have to be I really am my own business person yeah as far as booking shoots and you know you know plus I'm like I swear I'm like OCD organized <laughs> I'm like you know as far as getting my work done and on time and meeting right. deadlines and
0: so at this point, a year into your photography, uh, uh, off the show, you had mentioned briefly about, you know, putting a book together. So mm-hmm. you see uh, there is a business aspect to it of getting your uh, pictures picked up by magazines and or publishing yourself or putting your own book together.
1: Yeah. And I think that's um, the reason why I want to is because, I don't know, I thought like a year, like, you know, I think this month it'll be a year from when I started shooting. So. Right. You know, I think I might. the book might be about the fact that, you know, maybe a year gone by, a collection of works. Um, you know, I'm not going to be putting a book out there all the time, like, right. you know, every couple months or so. But also I think a book's a good idea because, you know, you have a collection. Here you are. Like, you have a book of your work. You can take that with you and show people. It's a very nice thing to have. You know, I'm not making a book to make money by any means because, you know, my photography is not about, you know, money or making money. So, no, I think it would be really really special like you know because and every photo to me that i that i take either of a model or myself is a memory and you can't beat that right. like
0: what has the reaction been from uh photographers that you've worked with all these years have any of them been surprised
1: oh well, i don't know like if anything i don't know if they've been surprised well you know what they must some must be surprised because honestly i surprised myself <laughs> i'm really just shocked and overwhelmed about um some of the stuff i've done in the last year and just how far i've progressed in such a short time right and you know i want to keep rolling with that but most of my friends uh, you know photographers have been very supportive and just you know and some of them will give me advice some of them won't but all in all they've been very very supportive and i love my friends <laughs> like you know my photographer friends they just i think everyone i've kind of worked with kind of mate makes me who i am and right and how i shoot and
0: you've been yeah. happy with the perception that that both i guess professionals and amateurs looking at your work your your
1: yeah uh, oh yeah i'm totally digging their uh, their feedback and their perception it's been really great
0: i found your april dot photo.carbonmade.com site mhm and there's a synopsis <laughs> there did did you write the synopsis yes it's it's really beautiful Oh, thank you. I'll read you. a little bit of it. Uh, my work as a photographer is part of a long-standing relationship with the camera that began with modeling. I have a fondness for film and deep desire to photograph people as people, breaking from expected norms of beauty. In my work, I look for emotion to tell a story to reveal the beauty in my characters. Beyond the aesthetic qualities imparted by instant film and long exposures, my empathetic relationship with the person in front of the camera infuses my images with comfortable intimacy and perhaps a touch of nostalgia. That's really, really nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really awesome.
1: Well, well, I think that kind of describes my work. And... It does.
0: And on and on your Flickr page, it's a little more condensed. It really just says, I believe it says, uh, on Flickr on Flickr.com, it's emotion, simplicity, honesty. Nothing fancy, and that's kind of true. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's kind of true, and it's you're you're finding the simple, simplest things and and making them beautiful mm-hmm. in an offbeat kind of way. Would you agree?
1: Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, And I think um, like I'm a simplest, anyways. Like I I love simplicity and. Almost everything. Um, right. Again, if I go back to the imperfection, like I think there's so much beauty in imperfection, but there's so much beauty and simplicity, and people don't, you know, it's it's like taking a a photo, and for some reason, people have it engraved in their mind that they have to go and do something to it, um, right? Or take something out, or again, take some little imperfection or flaw out. And I just think, just leave things be, you know. Even,
0: even adjust. I've seen, uh, you know, some photographers have even adjusted body curves, like uh, change the shape of a body.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and, and you know, I've seen that so many times. Yeah, like changing the body shape. I know a photographer that actually takes heads off models and puts them on different bodies. Can you believe? <laughs> like, oh
0: really?
1: Yeah, but you know, it's not like I'm knocking it. It's just like
0: it's just not your. It's not your aesthetic.
1: It's not, and to me, it's not a reality. And, you know, I just, yeah, I just prefer to stick to the simple and the, the real Right. and what is. And that's, I think a, a lot of people, that's why they connect with my work. Because it's like, wow, like, oh, a bigger person. And yeah, they, they are beautiful. Or like, you know, she has like like maybe bad skin. Oh, I have bad skin too. Like, you just, you know, I think right. a lot of people can connect with my images, because they are so real. and.
0: Were your bigger models, or are they professional models? Or did you just someone you know and you said, hey, can, can I shoot you?
1: Um, well, I've only shot a couple of bigger size, um, like full figured. And no, they're not professional models. Um, they, they are models, um, but I wouldn't say no. Like their modeling is not their their full-time gig.
0: How do they feel about the, the nudity aspect of it?
1: Oh, well, well, the one girl was very open to being photographed nude. Now, I did have the chance to photograph my friend uh, Liz Maris, the, the photographer who actually ended up giving me the Polaroid camera. Oh, very nice. And that was just, like, she had never been photographed nude before, and I was just so grateful for the fact that she let me. But it was really an emotional experience because after I photographed her, she wrote me and she said, well... I'm doing nude self-portraits now. Oh. And she just went on a, like, shooting spree. And, like, she posted them on her website, was sending me some. I'm like, wow. Like, that's just, you know, it was a life-changing experience for her. Right. And that I could be part of it. And I was like, you keep doing that. It's, like, it was great. Like, and I think, too, when I first started, um nude modeling, like I had always been an editorial and fashion model. Right. It wasn't up until the last couple of years that I really started getting into the nude modeling and the fine art modeling. So I can kind of relate to how she felt because really when I did my first nude shoot, it was such a freeing experience. You know, you just feel so, it's just, you can't compare the feeling and maybe, you know, again, I got addicted to it. I don't right. know, but it's great. Even just growing up, I was always so shy and so, I wouldn't say ashamed of my body, but I was, I was always hiding it and you know I was a little bit of a tomboy, and so it's great that i could could do that and you know, in the environment I was in too, I, you know I felt safe and I saw so much beauty in it. and I actually ended up crying when I saw the first shot of me nude i I actually cried, so it was it was really touching.
0: At what point in your photography did you start doing self portraits?
1: I started doing self portraits probably um, a couple months in, I basically fooled around a little bit just to get to know my space and environment with my my point and shoot, my digital camera. Uh, And then I I actually bought a cable release um, and started working with my Holga. And that's just been, I've had some really great results. They're a little trickier. I do have to work on... um, A lot of my self-portraits are very moody because Mm -hmm. I only shoot them, A, when I feel like shooting them, but B, when I'm in kind of like maybe a nostalgic mood or kind of feeling a little down in the dumps or whatever because that's how I kind of get my feelings out, I guess. Right. Yeah, they've all been very kind of moody, maybe melancholy kind of feeling to them. But I've done a mix of just portraiture and and nudes for my self-portrait. I love, And that's the thing... uh, now that I have a self timer for my Polaroid, yes. <laughs> some nice man bought me a self timer, so I can do some self portraits with my my Polaroid camera now. So
0: it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Your work, how is it split up? Would you say from self self portraits to models? Is it 50/50, or you don't think of it that way?
1: As far as like how much I do yes. as far as shooting, oh, I definitely shoot models more than. Um, my self-portraits. The self-portraits I find a little bit, you know, a little difficult so I have to do a lot of planning for those what I'm going to do and um, and really I just want to, you know, shoot. So I'm, usually I'll just call some up and be like, hey, do you want to go out and do a shoot kind of thing? Right. And yeah, I just, I think maybe, I know it sounds weird, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist when it comes to my self-portraits, so um not saying I have to show or convey um, a perfect image, it's just that I'm a little bit pickier with them, I guess. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, no, I think I'm just, um, as far as the composition and my surroundings, I have to, those are are the areas I really want to work on.
0: Right. When you book your models, do you tell them either via email or on the phone of what is expected, for example, uh, whether they have to do their own makeup? What type of news? Like, how specific do you get with a model?
1: Um, Well, I, I usually will give them a little bit of detail about, you know, where... I'll be shooting them, you know, whether it's here in my home or if we're going to be on location somewhere. And I usually, and again, I'll have a visual in my head. So, you know, like today with Kate, you know, I, I'll tell the model, you know, I'll bring a, oh, first of all, sometimes I have to ask them, you know, what color is your hair? Because <laughs> that's a big factor too. Um, but I'll, you know, I'll improvise and I'll use like wigs and stuff like that. But usually I like to have them have a base makeup. Nothing too drastic. I like the very natural look. Um, And if they have a few articles of clothing, like I have a closet full of things I'd love to use for shoots, and I usually have, you know, more than enough. But sometimes I'll mention, you know, bring a dress with you, or if you have some black lingerie, depending on what I'm going to shoot. Yeah, I'll totally um, prep the model before the shoot.
0: Is there other times when the wardrobe just doesn't work out, or you, you just don't bring enough, or...? Or do you kind of plan that in advance as far as colors, what type of clothing, hat, not hat?
1: Well, I think um, I like black okay. and, uh, or a dark, dark color. I do not like patterns, um, anything busy I try to stay away from. I've never had any wardrobe problems because, again, I always bring stuff with me from my closet that I know will work, either like a long black slip dress, black lingerie, you know, I'll always have a black pair of heels. I tend to stick to white and black. But, you know, today we worked with a really pretty blue, baby blue dress that was perfect. But then again, we shot color. But I knew right. that dress would look great in black and white as well. So, yeah, I think it's, <laughs> I definitely do plan and know what I would like the model to wear or not wear. Yeah. And
0: I noticed that there are some wigs about.
1: Yes, Let's wigs. Let's talk a little bit about that. My wigs. <laughs> Oh, well, I have a little bit of a collection of wigs, and only actually I think I have four wigs. And basically I started collecting those from when I went traveling for doing modeling shoots, because, like, my hair is naturally long and blonde, and I think the dark wigs help out for, especially the the dark wigs on myself, they they give me much, like, a a stronger look. And depending on what the shot is or what the photographer is going for, I will suggest the dark wig. Um, And same with the models, like, model today, I, I said I wasn't into tattoos. Well, I'm not really into crazy colored hair as well. <laughs> That's not really going to work for right. what I'm shooting. So I let the, the models wear my dark wigs. And No, they're very handy. I actually want to pick up a little short platinum blonde one soon. Oh, nice. <laughs> and, you know, you get to be a different person too. Right. I, I think it totally changes your attitude and your personality when you put the wig on. And it's fun. Like what person doesn't like dress up? Right. Right.
0: <laughs> do you go thrifting at
1: all? Oh, yeah. What
0: What do you look Huge. for? or you
1: look for everything oh i i usually go maybe once a month maybe a couple times more and oh yeah i look for everything first i look for you know cameras but you know back in the day when i used to collect vinyl i was there i was there probably once a week (laughs) and uh even garage sales are pretty pretty cool to pick up some old vintage things but i'll check out the clothing and usually you know i've found some awesome stuff there like some really really neat finds and you know, you can't beat thrift stores, right? Because right. you know they're inexpensive and.
0: Do you inco- you incorporate it into your photography at all? Yeah,
1: yeah, I've definitely um, a lot of my wardrobe for for different shoots have been from the you know the thrift store and uh, you know vintage dresses or hats and right. what have you.
0: Do you use props at all? And what do you look for in your backgrounds when you shoot?
1: Uh, I'm not big on props personally, um, and as far as background, a lot of the time I have shots, like, like, in my home here, and it's been very, like, you know, the white wall. There's also a wall I shoot against that's very um, rustic looking, kind of grainy. Um, that's great, because again, I like, you know, just being simple. I, I don't like a lot of mishmash, you know, even on location shoots. I don't want a lot of stuff distracting stuff in the images, or, or maybe things that don't fit into the image, um, but no, I don't, I prefer, like, more of a blank background, not a paper backdrop <laughs> right. by any means, but... Um,
0: what is the difference between, let's say, a paper backdrop and a white wall? What, How does it...
1: Well, I guess, again, well, I think we had this conversation. I'm not going to go out and buy a paper backdrop when I have a great wall to use. Right. Like, why buy... And yes, I don't use a tripod. <laughs> oh, I forgot to
0: mention that you've... you don't use a tripod. Yes,
1: I thought you were going to bring that up. Because, to me, I, just, I have everything I need. Why... Eventually, I will. I'll buy a tripod. You know, I might buy a light meter, but right now, I've just i been rolling for a year without them. I prop my cameras up on a table. Um, Like I said, some of the shots I could not have gotten if I had used a tripod. Some of the nook and crannies I could have put my camera into. No, I I like to use... You know, I'm very resourceful. I like to use what I have here in my home. And, you know, again, it's about, like... Why spend the money on something that you yeah. can just use here? I,
0: it was, uh, especially in your self portraits, it was a kind of a real shocker that you did not use a tripod. And I think that I, <laughs> I kind of stopped suggesting because, quite frankly, you've developed your own style. Yeah. By not using a tripod, uh, you know, not using flash, and you know, it's not my aesthetic, but that's good. It's your aesthetic. It's what yeah. you do, and it's what makes your work special. And you know, your work, it makes your work unique. Yeah. So things that may seem practical to me, and that's why I encourage everyone listening that, you know, in your photography, do what you want to do.
1: Exactly, yeah. Like, you
0: know, you you haven't (laughs) haven't really felt the need to use a tripod.
1: Well, and I I guess it's good that, you know, people are hearing this too because maybe that will open their eyes and be like, hey, I don't need that tripod. I don't need, you know, just go with it. I think always photography is a little risky and you're kind of gambling and i've just been again i've just kind of trained my eye as far as which films to use in different lighting locations but you know some have developed or come out underexposed but i like them and they turned out right. you know i think i showed you some last night on my uh, computer and it's just like great like yeah like hopefully someone might hear this and be like yeah i might try that or absolutely you know I'm, I'm really happy to hear you think I have my own style because it's, you yeah. know, well, it, it really it, means a lot to me. And...
0: Yeah, it's enlightening to see you work because it's just, you're just doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. And you have a few, you, you know, unique uh, things you do with cameras that I'm not even going to mention because I think they're so unique. <laughs> uh, you know, how you use your shutter, how you frame. It's like, oh, I'm yeah. like wow, like, you know what, I'm not going to say anything Yeah. Be, because there are a few things that April was doing. And I had question. I'd be like, hey, you know, you have the camera on this setting. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 how do you get an exposure? Do, you know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> It doesn't matter. You're not tied into the tech you're not being uh, chained by technicalities.
1: No, no. No, that's the thing. I don't follow any technical. Yeah. BS or yeah. Um, I don't like following rules. Like I don't think who like it's just like to me to say, well, okay, I will work with the tripod and the light meter. That's like why cuz society says or cuz right. most photographers say that. It's, just, it's like most of society says you must get married and have 2.4 <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> children and live in a white picket house yes. and uh you know i'm just not big on labels and yeah i'm totally doing my own thing and
0: film is a more bendable medium as well digital is very uh rigid i think film is uh, a better medium for you certainly yeah In your style you're, you know you can, it's very freestyle so to speak
1: yeah well, you know, it's just, like, black and white, obviously, a film can be more forgiving. And, right. Uh, but really, I just haven't, uh, I can't say there's any images, really, where I've been, like, oh, like, totally disappointed in, or, you know, kind of had to toss that one in the bucket, or mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them, too. Like, I won't go in and fix anything. And
0: Do seasons, seasons of the year fire you up to, to, to shoot? Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, like, right now, I'm just totally excited. It's fall and the autumn time with the... Um, the outdoors, the leaves, the colors. Then again, I thought, you know, I'm going to take a break from shooting. I'm going to do some other things for the winter. Uh, I'm going to be heading back to New York in January for a week. But I thought, you know, it would be a good time for me just to relax, go over, review all my work, maybe work on my book. But then I'm like, well, I don't know. Once that snow falls, (laughs) I'm probably going to be out there. Like, who am I kidding? I'm going to be out there doing some shoots out in the snow. And yeah. Oh, yeah, I just, I love the seasons and... I did a, you know I did a heck of a lot of shooting in the summer so it would be nice to take a, a break like I got work coming out of my yin yang <laughs> right now right.
0: you're looking forward to just doing a lot of editing of your photos you know organizing. yeah
1: yeah like I have about I th- brought I was just in Los Angeles and I brought back about 13 rolls of film. I have to get done, and then today I shot four. I have another shoot planned next week, and yeah, I'll have a lot. I still have other stuff that from before I went to Los Angeles to go through, so.
0: Would you say at this point in your life that you're more excited about your photography than your modeling career?
1: Yes, definitely. Uh, I still enjoy modeling, very much so. right. I guess the photographers, I was kind of all gaga about and loved their work, and I was like, oh, i got to work with them. I think once you start shooting, especially like my format, I was just like, well, I don't know if I, I'm so crazy about their work anymore. Your whole perception in photography changes like totally, and it, it still will continue like to change within right. you know from now until next year. And but I still I do enjoy shooting with my friends. Um, right. That you know the people's work that maybe I connect to or that I really appreciate, um, you know, and some are digital, right. some are not. A lot of, the, most of them are film photographers, but um, no, I'll always continue to model. And uh, I, I hope to model up until, you know, <laughs> in my 40s. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a joy. And, and also you get to be in a whole different world and zone when you model too. It's mm-hmm. a nice, uh, it's, a, it's a good feeling.
0: Do you think that shooting, now that you're shooting, have you become pickier in the modeling work that you're accepting, based upon <laughs> like like now you're you're getting into a groove with your photography, you know what you like. So, are you pickier now?
1: Oh yeah, I'm definitely pickier. Yeah, yeah. I just because it's not you know I respect anyone that picks up a camera and tries. Obviously, right. express himself through art or um, but it, yeah, it's definitely changed my view and my um, right. my opinion or my my tastes and stuff like that and it's funny it just kind of came about i'm like wow like recently No, probably in the last couple months okay yeah so
0: do you think photographers work someone who has been working very long in as a photographer do you think they're they have phases or do you you think their work changes from year to year or like in five year to ten year period
1: i definitely think so yeah yeah I think, um, you know, it could be for the better or worse, but I definitely think artists go through a time where they, yeah, it could be every other year or even by months. Like, I think even my work has changed so much and just like in a matter of a year. And so, yeah, I've definitely seen some people that, um, have changed their work and, you know, it's great. Like, I think every artist has like that, well, you know, Van Gogh had his blue period and (laughs) so, yeah, and I do, and I I totally shoot how I'm feeling. Like if I'm sh- feeling kind of, yeah, you know, I'll shoot more erotic work sometimes. Sometimes I'll just shoot portraits. Right. But um, I hope my work is constantly evolving, though, and, mm-hmm. and getting better. And uh, I-, I saw yeah. one of
0: your portraits. I saw a portrait you did of photographer George Pitts. Yes. And I thought it was very special.
1: Oh, it yes, it was very special. Can you, yeah. can you
0: t- tell me a little bit about George?
1: Well, George, I met, I think, about a year ago. I, I worked with him in New York. He's he's actually living in, like, he's from Williamsburg. I met him, and we shot. And I, I to me, it was almost uh, very life-changing because, A, he's just such a genuine person. He's the kind of person that will, will ask you so many questions and, and very thought-provoking questions and some questions I couldn't even answer. He just really, it was great because he actually had me sitting there stumped or thinking and you know as a, he'll ask something like um you know why did you choose to shoot that that way april or you know it could be any kind of question i'm just like wow <laughs> you don't get that a lot you don't you know a lot of people in society nowadays are just kind of like me 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 it's all about me or they don't take the time to get to know the mm-hmm. person that they're photographing and he's such a compassionate person like i've, I've worked with them twice now and Like, I just, I love him as a friend, and he's kind of, like, a mentor to me, even though I, you know, I never end up writing him or asking questions, but he also shoots, um, you know, medium format. He shoots, um, he does shoot Polaroid as well, and yeah, he's just got this, like, every image I've ever seen, he's got this wonderful connection with the model. Like, they just feel that they're at ease, and it's just so, like, oh. It's just beautiful work. Like, it's just, I really, really look up to him. And I actually just had the opportunity to interview him for, um, supplementaire magazine. And oh. they, they included that portrait I did of him in there. So yeah, it was pretty special.
0: It's a lovely portrait.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, really, it really means a lot to me. And I'll actually be seeing him again in, in January. We're going to be working together again. And
0: <clears throat> I noticed that you showed me a few prints. You seem to be, In awe of, and as I am, with larger format photography, uh, 8x10 photography, Mm -hmm. uh, 11x14, wet plate photography. Now, have you been photographed in these formats?
1: Yes. I um, have had the chance to work with some wonderful photographers that use those formats. Um, Ken Merfeld out in um, Los Angeles, I recently worked with him. He does uh, wet plate photography. And my good friend Patrick Alt, he uses the large format 8x10, and we actually ended up uh, shooting out at 29 Palms last year, like, super hot day, and I think he took about 80 photos, 80 images, and it's, you know, it's a very time-consuming process, and it's, you know, it's not like even how I shoot, you know, the model could move a little bit, like, these are, you have to stand still, <laughs> and, right. you know, for those shots. But, yeah, it's, oh, it's wonderful. I'm just so amazed. And that's actually probably an area I'd like to dive into someday. Right. Just, you, and I showed you some of the prints that Patrick had sent me. Yes. Like, they're just, they're unbelievable. And
0: you, You're experienced in actual darkroom work and mm-hmm. developing your own negatives. Although you're not doing it now, this is something you've done, correct?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I have done that in the past, and I know, I, should, I actually I have everything set up. I could do it at home, but I just, I really choose not to, because, not at this point, because I, I really do not have the time. Right. Like I said, I have no life as it is. Right. I don't want to be, like, in my dark room and... Uh, you know.
0: Do you think there'll be a point where you look for more control of seeing what you could do with the whole process? I mean, does that interest you?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, And that's why I would. I'd love to develop my own, because I would totally have control over the the image. But, um, you know, the lab I work with, they're very good. You know, when I take my film in, I usually have certain instructions, like you know, I want this cross-processed, or really push the black and white with this one, or, you know, they're very good, very good. Right. And they do excellent work there. And, and it's a lab, that, you know, you have to trust the lab. You take your work, too, yeah. that's for sure. So,
0: Where do you usually buy, like, your film and your doodads and whatnot?
1: I've actually been purchasing it from um, different random places. Um, I've bought film off eBay, um there's actually a photographer out i think on the east side there that he just sold me some some expired polaroid film that's the thing i could spend so much money on film i uh, bought some film from the impossible project right. and then my fuji instant i buy from the uh, the freestyle photo in los angeles and i actually picked up my my new holgo there oh, but nice. i bought a couple cameras from freestyle and a lot of my 120 film right. but sometimes i get film like My one friend uh, came by about two weeks ago, dropped off 50 rolls of expired film for me. You know, all different kinds. Because he was like, you know what? I'm not going to use it anymore. Here you go. So
0: It's in your freezer? Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) I have... Yeah. I won't have to purchase film for a while now because I'm I'm pretty much stocked.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Do do you kind of get giddy over film? I mean, I do. Oh, yeah. I do. I think a lot of our listeners do, too.
1: (laughs) I do. I get really giddy and, you know, even just shooting, I get really giddy and you know, seeing the results, and I get giddy before I'm going to peel the Polaroid, right. <laughs> like it's just really, uh, oh it, yeah, it's awesome. Like
0: I, I mean, I noticed, I, I was watching you shoot today, uh, you seem to get energized, it energizes you. <laughs> A yeah, shoot, a film shoot will energize
1: you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, most of the, the time, yeah, like if I shoot something and I, you know, look at it, oh, I've been known to scream, to be like, hell yeah, like, right. you know, like jump up and down because I get so, I'm just so happy, right? And, and then the shots that don't work out so much, you know, like I don't get too bent out of shape about it, but mm-hmm. no, I get, I just get really happy. I'm just, yeah, I have so much fun on my shoots. It's just, it's a great, great time. I'm sure all the models would agree with that. Right. <laughs> Sometimes right. they can be very comical, but you know, they're always, always fun.
0: Were there periods through the year where there was a lack of inspiration or, uh, and if there was, what got you motivated again?
1: Um, uh, I think, well, I'm sure everyone goes through that time of lack of inspiration. Um, you know, I really just call it a phase, a funk. Right. It's is almost like when I'm having a bad day, I, you know, I don't really get upset. I know right. tomorrow's going to be a better day kind of thing, but... There wasn't any long period of time where I lacked the inspiration, because like if we went back to the you know cinema or music, there's usually something that kind of jolts my brain. Whether or even just looking at art can you know get me going, or it could be a thought, it could be a quote, it could be anything you know. It could be a book that just uh, gets me motivated or gives me an idea.
0: Does hardware, cameras, or film motivate you to test something, or hey, I want to try this out, or? Hey, I just got this camera, and I want to set up something to shoot. Does that propel you?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like when I bought my new camera there, um, oh, I I think I put film in it in the store. Okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I actually did, um, because I just wanted to test it out, see what it looks like, and, yeah, just kind of get a handle for it. Like my Polaroid LAN camera, the one I use most of the time, I feel like it's like an ex you know, extension of my body. Right. <laughs> I'm just it's like molds into my hand. I just I can swing it around. I am pretty fast with it. I know it's almost like I know it like it's it's part of me. Right. So when I get a new camera I do. I like to put some film on it, play around with it a little bit, you know, get the results back and see see the differences and definitely I, I do. I like to test things out. Or with different lighting and I've been known to just wander out by myself and take shots on a you know a sunny day and you, you know how did the how does the light come through that tree and, and i think that's why i've gotten to know light so so well right yeah and right. I'm, I'm very comfortable with it
0: do you kind of notice now type time of day and where the light <laughs> is do you notice that more now that you've been shooting
1: oh yeah yeah definitely like well and first of all i will have to say like the weather channel is my best friend cuz oh. cuz <laughs> i was like today shoot like we were supposed to shoot yesterday and it was raining and and blah. But, you know, I'm the type of person I still probably would have gone out there and done something. Right. But today was just a much better day because of the light. And, oh, yeah, I'm always aware of like sunset, sunrise, where the sun's coming from. And right. I think you kind of need to be. <laughs> like today, the light was awesome. Like the lighting was perfect. It wasn't too bright. And, and then the amount of light that was in the house, like we, sh- you know, shooting at the abandoned house, there was, you know, lights coming in, at, you know, different shapes and angles. And I was just like, wow.
0: It will be interesting to talk to you a year from now. They Where will I that. be? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> will I still be here? Maybe I'll be off in like Europe somewhere. I right, don't know. Right. Who knows, yeah. Any
0: pl- any plan? When, are you, when are your next plans to go to Europe?
1: Um, hopefully next year. Um, I'm not sure. I was just in the Netherlands this year. I stayed with a friend out there for about 10 days. I had a really great time. I was thinking about going back next year, but... Honestly, I think there's so many other areas I haven't been to. I like think right. I'd love to go to Italy, um, and that's the great thing about networking is you get to know, even though you haven't met them personally, you know, which can be a little scary. But I've had some, I formed some good friendships online with people in different right. areas of Europe that I know I could go there and stay with them, and you know, most of them are photographers. And but I, I do believe maybe in May or close to the end of fall, I'd like to go to Australia for 10 days, like Melbourne, Australia. I've never been there and I have a place to stay with a actually with a film photographer. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, we'll just probably go crazy shooting and see some sights, but oh, there's tons of places. But I do have my usual places I do travel to like New York, Los Angeles. Mhm. I do enjoy going to Las Vegas. Probably most likely San Francisco. I have a lot of good friends out there and artists. I usually go somewhere every couple months or every 2 months.
0: Where is the best place for folks to find you online?
1: The best place would be most likely my website www.aprilleefoto.carbonmade.com and that's A P R I L L E A photo. And I'm also on Flickr.
0: Yeah. A lot of our listeners are on Flickr, and that's. Flickr was the inspiration for me to get back into film photography myself and to start the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I've met so many people on Flickr, including yourself. Yeah. Uh, Flickr's so, awesome. Yeah, Flickr <laughs> is pretty cool, and uh, there's some really, really good groups. Mm-hmm. And there's some really good work in those groups. Oh my
1: gosh. I am just so amazed by some of the, the artists on Flickr. I have them, like, I'm quite addicted to Flickr. Like, I go on every day just to browse right. at some of the work on there and, um, you know, or to post some of my work. I'm on, um, you know, there's a site, Model, Model Mayhem, that mm-hmm. I'm on. It, you know, it's a good site for to get work or, you know, if you post travel notices. But, no, like, Flickr is really great. Like I've actually met a lot of um, great people off Flickr as well, and, uh, yeah, there's some phenomenal work.
0: Where can people find you on Flickr?
1: Well, my Flickr name is So Amused. So that's so, and then A M U. I think it's A M U S E D. Yeah, yeah, but it's kind of like spelled different. Like it's kind of like capitalized S. Then the yeah. muse isn't capital, but
0: uh, I think people would find you. they find get me. All caps or all you know lowercase. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Come find
0: me. <laughs> Did I miss anything?
1: Mm, no, I don't think so. No? Yeah, you know, this was pretty good. Good. Was it, good? it wasn't as, in, you know, intense as I thought it was going to be.
0: Yes, no. The film photography podcast is not intense. No. So, it's very <laughs> laid back. Yeah. Uh, I was a little nervous, you know. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I hardly ever get nervous, but
0: Yeah, you were cool and calm when you shoot, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> good. Well, thanks April for being our guest.
1: Oh, thank you. This has been great.
0: And yeah. uh, we're all going to follow your work. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. And we look forward to your book.
1: Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I know there's going to be one. Oh, yes, there will be. Yeah. One soon, yeah.
0: And uh, hopefully you'll come back uh, in a few months or a year, then we'll kind of check <laughs> in and see what's going on.
1: I'm sure I'll see you in January.
0: Okay. When so, I go to
1: New York. so.
0: Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. So uh, until then, best of luck.
1: Yeah, thank you very much.
0: I'd like to thank April for having me as a guest and for spending the time to chat about her photography on the Film Photography Podcast. And I would like to thank you, our listener, listening into the show. I'll be back next week, December 1st, in our regular roundtable format with Dwayne Polkio. Until then, thanks so much for listening. And remember, you can write to me at filmphotographypodcast at gmail.com.